I can't hear myself though. Can I hear myself? Yeah. Test, test. Yeah, I can hear myself. Yo, what is up, everyone? What's going on? How you all doing? Oh, man, I'm good. It's your girl, Clover, with a K at That's Crazy Creative on RMG. And you know, your boy Nick is here. Follow me at just Nick underscore 91 on IG. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's uh, it's your boy, username Gene here. We're not going we gonna to act like we didn't hear Clover mess up. Five G, what did you say? It was like a weird accent. <laughs> on the IG. <laughs> on the IG. <laughs> Count on y'all. Uh, I, I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> Nick slid right through it. I make eye contact with you, and you are like, no, nah, I'm going to let you know I heard that. I seen his face, and I just looked down <laughs> because we weren't doing this right now. I just <laughs> uh, You try every time to be like, we're going to skate through. Skate Gene doesn't just let me skate through. You know me. I'll walk past something. You know that meme on Facebook where that that person's house was on fire and that person is just like walking past it like yes. they see it? Yeah, that's usually me. And Gene's like, we're addressing this. Excuse me, did y'all hear that? <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I too uh, heard that. <laughs> <laughs> what? I could not understand it. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? Hear? Hear what? What do we hear? <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to pretend like I just didn't say it. I was going to pretend with you, friend. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> this is not the land of make-believe. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> oh, man. So how was y'all week? <laughs> My week was actually pretty good. You know, it was long, as uh, always. You know, family's in town. Um, hey, family. Hey. Shout out. <laughs> Hello, family. Um, yeah, graduation season is here, so just had a, you know, another cousin graduate college, you know, with her bachelor's. Welcome. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, you know, shout out to Kia Bell, um, right off of 38th and Giles. Chi-Town? Yeah, oh yeah. Her address? No, that's like the street. This is across streets. Oh. No one knows where that is. That's 38th and Giles. People would have to know the... (laughs) 402-887. Oh my God, Okay. Sorry. You know, yeah, no. Cousins graduating, um, you know. Did she go out of school out here, or was she celebrating down oh, here? Oh, no, she went to Park Quinn. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. Park Quinn. Okay. HBCU, <laughs> shout yes. out. You know I'm pro HBCU, so yes. All day, yeah. Yeah, so. man. That's, Did that's she pledge or anything? Nah, uh-uh. Okay. No. All right. So, I mean, sounds like a pretty good week. Yeah. Um, How was your week? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, so this week was a turning point in entrepreneurship. On the subject of college, um, the best thing I could possibly say, I feel like I attended a university, worked my ass off, graduated, just to find out that my school was not accredited. Trump University. Yeah, that's the exact feeling. And I'm going to just tell y'all what happened because in entrepreneurship, like, you win some and you lose some. This is true. So um, I've been working at this particular studio, like, just kind of lending my talents and hopes to kind of learn and grow and all those fun things uh, for two years in 2019. um, That's when I left my corporate job. And um, I was looking for an office. Uh, retrospect, why the hell was I looking for an office? I ain't had no money. 
Or clients. <laughs> Our client. <laughs> Your client just said you didn't have any clients. Oh, right no. Here, right? <laughs> Thank you. She didn't need an office for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> she needed to get on her Twitter fingers and Insta pics. She didn't need no office for that. Her bed would have done just fine. <laughs> Anywho, mm. but you was right there with me touring the place. And I told you... <laughs> You didn't need this. <laughs> I don't know how I was going to pay for it. <laughs> like, retrospect is real 2020, y'all. Um, but, yeah, so I was looking for an office. So we check out. Um, we go to this, like, one spot. There's three, um, like, different floors, and they all have, like, different vibes. So the first one we went to was kind of frat feeling, um, and we decided it wasn't for me. The second one, honestly, probably is where I should have ended up. It was real sleek. It was real nice. Real, real sexy, real modern, real updated. But the third one we saw was colorful, whimsical, really inviting, and looked really um, innovative. That's the word I'm going to use. Innovative. And I was told that um, it was funded by different sponsorships. Pause. Innovate. Wait, what is that? That's the name. Oh. (laughs) Innovate. Yes. We can remember yes. that now. All we got to do is come back to this podcast. That's Yo, the and y'all just got an Easter egg for m- things to come. Yes, you did. So y'all remember where y'all first heard Innovate. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so um, we had, um, I was like, yeah, this is real innovative. I was told that um, parts of the space was sponsored by Squarespace and Google Home. And um, the person that owned it had all these like, accolades like and some of the stuff were kind of verified i don't know at one point some of those accolades kind of fell off or things that they've done but i didn't know what happened but you know life happened so i wasn't really thinking about it so um i was like i want to be here and they kind of sold me a dream told me i could have my uh launch party for my business there made it seem like it was free it wasn't um it wasn't much but it still wasn't free and then i also paid for like a social media class that I really didn't need. Um, anywho. So I was like locked in. I was like, yeah, go through all of that. I'm learning. I'm excited. I'm like, yes. And at this time I saw like familiar faces who were kind of nice sized names in the um, Dallas community. So I was like, yeah, this is legit. Things check out. (sighs) So yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, let's do it. And I eventually was, like I said, a student of the class, and I ended up working there. Um, we went through one team, and it was money issues while some of the people left, but I didn't really understand the ins and outs, but didn't think too much of it because um, I thought this was an amazing opportunity, and the people just didn't want that opportunity being green. So um, time goes on, and I'm like, okay, cool. Then COVID happens. And, I mean, there were, like, little signs, but – you know, far and few in between. So COVID happens, the studio closes, and I'm like, okay, cool. Get a call, end of 2020, hey, we're back. I own this new space. We're back in business. We're bringing it back, new team, all of that. So we bring back the media team, our tech guy, um, and it's dope. Like, things are happening this time around a little bit. Um You know, there's parking, and that's, like, a big deal. Um, Things seemingly look good. 
there were talk there was was talk were talk was talk there was talk about um money like hey we need to make this money get these memberships yada 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 um but you know i'm trying to build structure because that's one thing we didn't have before um so yeah like things are moving um i'm making connections bringing people in the studio like all this good stuff like really just honestly on my own glowing and growing like really happy about it my friends get to see me in action and they're like yeah you made the right decision i mean who said that to leave my job oh not to work there to leave oh. my job <laughs> sorry <laughs> who said that i'm <laughs> sorry that? that's one of my favorite memes uh <laughs> who said that? <laughs> but yeah to, to leave my corporate job um so um yeah so um time goes on and yeah so long story short this week all that blew up bomb like um found out that the studio we were working at does it was not owned by the owner quote unquote it was leased and the owner wasn't paid for six months um the actual owner of the property and the actual owner of the property is really dope, and um, it would have been a great person just to connect with just because of what he does on just, like, anything. Like, he has more properties. He works in advertising. Just a great person to kind of just know, you know, in your pocket for mentorship, advice, anything of that nature, um, you know. So, yeah, um, found out that everything that I've been told for the past two years, for the most part, was a lie soup. Like, there was some truths mixed in there, but it was to kind of make the lie seem more accurate. So, I no longer have a studio. Um, I had some people's stuff in there that I had to make sure they got out. We show up, the doors are locked one day, and we have no answers, and I still haven't spoke to the owner, quote-unquote, let me, the owner of the business, he does own that. The owner of the business, I was kind of, like, lending my talents to. So, um, basically, I've been, I mean, I've been growing as an individual, but I've been lending my talents for nothing. Um, are you going to tell them the lie? Uh, I mean, there's so many lies. The, I was about to say, which lie? The, the lie that was... Yeah. Oh, the fire marshal. Oh, so, like, I guess the straw that broke the camel's back was I worked um, an event. Um, I worked an event this weekend, an amazing last fashion weekend, show. Last weekend, yeah. Yeah, last weekend. An amazing fashion show. I mean, it was amazing. Um, very loud crowd, um, but they were there all day. Um, but really, and they paid um, 1500 to use the studio. And then an additional thousand dollars to stay till two, um, so they 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 were really good people. It was an amazing show, packed the house. I mean, over a hundred people, well over. Um, so um, I'm getting a text message like, "Hey, someone, the neighbors are complaining. Someone got into it with the neighbors." And I'm like, "Who? Like, what's going on?" And I couldn't really get any details, and I so I shrugged it off. Um, so the event ends, and I text the owner and I'm or the person whom I thought was the owner. Hey, um, the owner of the business, <laughs> yeah, the, the, owner, of the, the owner of the business and the owner of the property are two different people. Yeah. So I text the owner of the business, and I'm like, Hey, you know, I get why you don't like events; they can be stressful. Um, but all is well that ends well. We made extra money. We got a membership. 
and this is on Saturday, technically Sunday at 2 a.m., you know, like when I, because someone at the at the fashion show had paid for a membership because they love the space. So I text them like, hey, all's well that ends well. I get a text message back, um, actually, we got fined. Um, no, he didn't say we got fined. Actually, we have to meet with the fire marshal because of the complaints we got, um, what are they called? Because of the complaints we got, citations. I yeah. I another C word. <laughs> um, we got citations. Um, so I was like, oh, but mind you, during this event, no police came, no firefighters, no neighbors, no nobody. Um, so I'm like, this just isn't making sense. Like, I mean, if you've been to college or been to a house party, you know that the police will show up if you too loud. So I'm like, mm, weird. And I think even Gene had pulled up like to the parking lot not too far and he couldn't even hear the music. Yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of quiet. Um, so I'm like, this is so weird. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I'm assuming he owns the building. So I'm like, I guess somebody hit you up. Um, so that's all when that he was still posing as yeah, the owner point, of the yeah. property as well. Yeah. So at this point, I'm like, oh, okay. So um, what ends up happening next is um, I I have a wedding on Sunday. The on while I'm driving home, the new member who paid for his membership Saturday was like, hey. Um, uh, can I use that hour tomorrow? And I'm a backtrack and say this. The owner did tell me last Thursday before the event he was going to close the business because it wasn't making any money, but he came back, or last Wednesday, he came back on Friday and said he was not going to let it go, and he ran some fundraiser to r- try to run raise money real quick. Side note. Um, so on Sunday, he was like, when he texted me about uh, citations, he said he's just going to close it. But keep in mind, literally less than 24 hours ago, he took – $125 for a membership. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to close it, why did you allow, why didn't you just text me that when I sent you the money? Cause you were up. Cause we had just got off the phone. So he had, um, took this money, um, and said he was going to, and I'm like, okay, cool. Again, he just said he was going to close it and change his mind. So I'm thinking same thing. He's just stressed. Um, but he's not going to close it. Cause again, he took this money. Um, so the guy texts me, Hey, can I shoot tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah, what time we set that up? And okay. So Monday morning comes, I'm getting, you know, ready for the day. Um, the shoot was supposed to take place at 10 30. Um, I get a text message around like nine 30. Hey, AOD's close. Oops. Dang. Said the name. Fuck. Try not to do that. Oh, well, <laughs> um, the, um, this, this, the building, the company. I'll bleep it out in post-production. <laughs> I was wondering. I mean, I don't care. Truths are truths. Right. Um, but however. I mean, at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Because you have clients who have, you know, your name was on this list. I mean, yeah. You know so, I, so, I mean, you can or you, you can't. I don't care. No I said it once. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. it's not slander. <laughs> um, so, I get a text message saying. I don't think the name is owned by anyone, so there, I don't think there's any technical slander. I mean, it is. But technically, slander has to be. Mm-hmm. Tech, oh, okay. uh, slander has to be lies. Right. Yeah. True. Everything is verified and all. So I mean, you're good. Owner yeah. of the property said that. Yeah. <laughs> and I quote, yeah. "Anywho, guys, it's the change locks when you walked in to get your thing." Yeah. Today, and right? I'm just yeah. telling y'all what happened to me <laughs> right. this week. So I mean, um, so uh, yeah, I'm told that the company is closed this week, 
and cancel all walkthroughs, all photo shoots, um, and text message around 948. I mean, 945. So at 948, I call the owner, I you know, to see if, hey, I got a shoot at 1030. Can we just do this one shoot? They only going to be there an hour. You know, boom, boom, knock it out. I call, phone goes straight to voicemail. Okay, whatever. Check my email. There was an email sent at 7 a.m., which is what prompted said text message. But, again, I didn't see it. So um, I didn't get a text message back with the because I texted him after I didn't get a hold of him. I didn't get a text message back until 10, 10, after 10.30. So they're already here, and they're setting up. I'm not kicking them out. He's like, yeah, you got to tell them it's canceled. And I'm like, they drove here. Because like, the fire marshal is coming. Yeah, the fire marshal is coming, and I can't be seen in business, um, or I'll get another citation. And I'm like, well, what time is the fire marshal coming? I mean, golly, it's 10.30 in the morning. Why aren't you here? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out. Like, did y'all have an appointment? Like, what's going on? So I do the shoot. I'm, like, texting him, like, while they're shooting. I'm like, well, I don't really feel comfortable after they drove here telling them they can't shoot here because I don't know where they drove from. Um, had you talked to me at 948 when I messaged you, right. we could have avoided them pulling up. True. But you didn't message me, so I'm like, they're going to stay. Um, right. yeah. And I also don't feel comfortable not only canceling the shoot that they came to, but also tell them they can't schedule another shoot because you closed the rest of the week. Right. After I literally took $125 cash from this guy Sunday morning, On your Saturday behalf. night. Yeah. Yeah. They need their money back, basically, if I'm going to close everything out. Yeah, and that's kinda, I was like, I don't feel comfortable telling them that. So we're kind of discussing, he and he was like, well, I told you we were closing. I said, yeah, not indefinitely. Um, and also, like, in my head, I still think he owns the building, so I'm sitting here like, I don't think Morgan, can you just close it like this? Like, no. normally you gotta, you have, there's a, steps in a steps. process. Yeah, I'm like, just, oh, I'm gonna close the building. Like, it shouldn't be that big a deal to, like, have this one shoot if you own this property. And I mean, it's just me and two guys. So we don't even technically look like we're in operation. They could be the moving crew, the cleaning crew. It's not like a fire marshal's gonna know. Um, so I'm like, yeah, so pretty much, you know, an hour kind of goes by fast. He ends up sending me the money. I refund the guy, let him finish his shoot, because by the time he sent me the money back, they only had 15 minutes left. I let him finish out his shoot, tell him, hey, here's your money back. What I told what I told you literally the other, a few hours ago. You can't have. We ain't got it no more. And I don't really have a rhyme or reason to tell you. Um, so he's a little dis a lot of disappointed because he done told people he got this spot and all of that. So I'm which like, was the whole point to begin with? Let's yeah. not forget that was to bring people to who bring people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it was low key a little pyramid scheme, but it wasn't you know like low key. And the thing these things take time. Like it's word of mouth. We had an event from said event. We got a membership. Right. Like that's how these things kind of work. I right. mean, because mm -hmm. mind you, during all this, all there was no Facebook ads, no IG ads. There was no real paid advertisement that I ever saw. Correct. Um, so I'm wondering how he thought we were going to get members. I guess he thought we were just going to, I don't know, go knock. People were going to walk in off the street. Yeah, that's why he wanted someone there from 9 to 5 every day. I guess that's what it was. I have no idea how we were going to get members, to Unpaid. be honest. 
But, uh, yeah, so that's what happened. And so, like I said, old boy finished out his shoot. Um, our tech guy texted a dude and was like, should I go get my stuff? And he was like, yeah. And that was kind of the last time we all had communication. Monday, should I get my stuff? Yes, go get your stuff. So he had about a minimum of $3,000 worth of computers in there. That's not including monitors, mics, right. other technology, um, extension cords, uh, circuit, uh, surge protectors, ETC. Um, he had that. Um, I had um, um, some 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 a DJ's like personal stuff in there. Like a pretty prominent DJ in Dallas had her stuff in there, um, just chilling. Like because we thought it was a safe space. So this is a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we had to get we had to gather our shit and leave. Yeah. <laughs> and she left. <laughs> and she left. I took all my shit in summer. <laughs> she took some of she took all of her things and some of oh, yours yeah. too and she left. Yeah. I hate y'all. <laughs> so yeah, she had to um Chloe was like, you know, moving out. Yeah. Trying to get like everything. Moving on out. Like I I had so much in my car from um, gathering uh, the DJ stuff that I had to leave a TV. So I was like, oh, shoot. So I leave all that stuff. Cody get his all, all his stuff, and we're all good. And um, so, yeah, and we haven't heard since, had nothing since. So we started talking to different members of the team, and we're finding out more and more lives. Apparently, he told one girl that he bought the place, Now is now leasing the place out, and he's going to move to the UK. So I, too, have <laughs> a piece of this story. Um, Clover asked me to go <clears throat> on Wednesday. Said, hey, I forgot. I left a TV screen up there. Can you go pick it up? I said, no. Actually, she didn't even say that. I said, well, I want to go by there and see what's <laughs> going on. And then she said, well, I have a TV up there. So if, if, <laughs> if anyone's there... You know, just get it. And I was like, sure, I'll do that. Because it's literally down the street from my house, like yeah, a three-minute drive. So I went over there, and there was the owner of the property there painting. And I go in and speak to him, and I say, yeah, can we pretty get Clover's TV? He's like, oh, sure, no problem. Really great guy. But, you know, he begins to tell me kind of some things that went on. And I was like, well are you the owner of the property? He was like, yeah, I worked with the guy who I was leasing to. And basically, you know, he explained to me what he was doing six months ago and how it might take a little time to get the brand off, off the ground. But then, you know, and at some point we'll, you know, we'll have some sort of payment come in. I said, okay, cool. He was like, so, but after six months, no payments have been made. No money. None. For anything. I said, oh, so he was supposed to be renting to you. He was like, yeah. He was supposed to be giving me some sort of money. And I said, how much is the rent? I said, how much is the money? How much does it cost to have this space for a month? That man said it was $12,000 a month. American dollars. Plus electricity and water and, and all of that. And I said... Oh, he didn't give you anything on any of that? Not even no money to pay none of the bills? He was like, no, Not a nothing. Rent. 
And he said, but I understood it for the first couple of months. He said, but every time I would come up here, I would see people here. So I assumed that there was business happening. <laughs> and this this is the thing, y'all. I hate to say this. That man was not a POC. The he actual was owner. The actual owner of the property was not a person of color. He was a white man. Hence why he thought that because there were people, there was money being generated. <laughs> exactly. And also, I feel bad because the owner of the business who was leasing this building out is one of us. All the time. And I feel so terrible because that man lended a, a uh, like, he was, he, he lended a helping hand to help a guy get his business off the ground to pandemic. make money during a pandemic. oh. For the record, um, the guy who's actually the owner, he was not hurting for money because he in, indeed there was a citation. Yeah, there was a citation. A $5,000 citation. Oh. Yeah, five stacks. But the way that man talked about that citation, he was like, I just had to stop the bleeding. Like, he, yeah, because he made it seem so minor. Like When I talked to he him. Seemed, he made it seem like an inconvenience, not. It was because <laughs> he told me some of his contracts. Yeah, he has say, contracts with. Major, major car brands. dealerships and things like that. Like he was like, yeah, I have to maintain this floor in here, this big white wall, because we have, I'm not going to say the company's name, but we have them coming in here for two weeks in May and all of the cars are going to be in here for their show. Like it's going to be used as a showroom. So they get real money for doing advertisement yeah, for him, type this stuff. Was like extra money. It was like, hey, we good, but let's make sure we good, good type yeah. money. Like, the way he talked about that $5,000 citation, it seemed like a minor inconvenience than it was. Like, Had that been me, I would have been like, <gasps> what are we going to do? Pass that. Like, yeah, for him, he was like, oh, God damn. Like, you win some, you lose some. Yep. He's still willing to work with us and everything. So it was really, and he also, like I said, owns properties throughout yeah. Dallas. So, I mean, he, it was kind of like he was literally helping. It wasn't really a mutual Benefit. No, it wasn't. He was really just helping. When he talked to me, it was like, yeah, you know, I understand. And, you know, the owner of the business kept saying, yeah, I just need more time. I said, did you talk to him throughout the six months? He was like, yeah, I did every now and then. But he would just tell me he needed more time. And I said, okay. And, and for the record, um, w the fashion show did, um, it did come, that's where the citation Sounds like $2,500. Um, but it was a second infraction. Um, it's one thing to not be zoned for an entertainment space. Oh, yeah. That building was not coded for events. Yeah, we forgot to tell y'all that yeah, part. Like, the owner told us this place is not supposed to have more than 30 people in it because it doesn't even have fire, just fire extinguishers or so water. So those little sprinklers that are at yeah. the top of buildings, it doesn't even have that. So, I mean, we hit 30 people on the regular. Um, so it was kind of like, yes, but the citation wasn't for the sound. I'm sure it was a too many people it was situation. Too many people. So therefore, the money, the fifteen hundred dollars that was taken for the fashion show, should have never been taken. No, nope. because I mean, like I said, and the owner was aware. I mean, the owner of the business was aware that and did it anyway. We couldn't have events there. I mean, honestly, the first thing we did in that space was an event um, With more for than a, thirty um, people for a YouTuber or Facebook. One of those like major influencer stars. That was one of the first events we did. So none of us are thinking. We knew that the own the owner of the business didn't really particularly like events, just because their work 
and you have to control people and blah, blah, blah. But no, we, we shouldn't have taken that money. And we had just had a birthday party the week before that was more than 30 people. And then not too long before that, we had a dinner, we rented it out for a dinner event that I'm pretty sure he did for free. Um, that warranted our little note to no money, um, that warranted no, uh, that was more than 30 people. Yeah, y'all stay stacked over there, basically. Yeah. So all in all, yeah, Clover was content nights you know, weren't yeah. exactly empty. No. Exactly. We could have easily had 30 plus people at them because it was open door. Yeah. Um, so literally everything I've been dealing with for the past two years was a lie. I mean, and that's like the major one. Um, I found, I was told that one of the people I had introduced him to, um, that I was kind of really excited about working with, that that was his client and that he, um, not only was that his client, but they worked out some type of deal where he was getting payment and equity in his company, a small bit of equity, but still equity. Since all this happened, um, I don't think I had a chance to tell you this part, Nick. Y'all, I um, told oh, I her, I, I told her, I said, I don't think that he has equity in that man's company. Maybe you should ask him. And she was like, well, no, I don't want to get business. into it. It ain't my business. Well, after all I mean, the lies, and, either, but after all the lies that came out, she asked. And I he sure said, did. no. Oh, yeah, I mean, after, that, after the lies came out, I hit him up and I was like, I was, I didn't even know how to re- beat around a bush. And that's why I hate stuff like this. Cause I don't really know how to talk about it tactfully like yeah. with people like i don't yeah. know how to call and be like hey um hmm. <laughs> like that's kind of how i was y'all on the that man had him. no clue he yeah. didn't know he said no i didn't know i was one of his clients Literally. no he doesn't own any equity in my company what are you yeah. talking about <laughs> when i tell you baby was bold baby was ready to get on the phone i was like you want to do a three-way and i was like i mean we we can i mean but i'm just letting you know what he told me i don't know if he told anyone else um, but he had told me he had equity in that company. Um, he was telling some other girl that all the major connects that came through that space was through him when a lot of them were through me, through the tech guy. Um, like just like lies. <laughs> like like I said, the whole I'm going to the UK, like I mean he he may, I don't know. After this week that actually may be true. <laughs> Y'all yeah. just be careful and mindful when you're doing the entrepreneur stuff. Just you know, yeah, just like be watchful. What I'm going to say That's is right. it's in heart and my heart. I'm still, like, all open. Uh, the team and I are still moving forward as a collective um, and working together. Um, but what I want to say is discernment. Um, and then also some of the small things that I've learned from this was how people perceive the owner. Like, they didn't like how he talked to people um, and how he kind of, like, his personal, like, dealings. Mm-hmm. Um and they didn't like that he kind of made himself like one of the things he did was he basically told this young emerging designer that he um, he's walking out of doors that he's trying to walk into and that because of that, he should give him a three hundred dollar jacket. <laughs> like, you know, sorry, y'all ask awkward. questions. I'm going to say ask that now. I, 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 I'm, I'm an avid believer of asking ask questions. questions because when you ask questions, people's stories begin you start to see the cracks in yeah. the holes. Like my best <laughs> advice from this all, because I mean, this was two years and I can't say it was two years wasted. Um, but what I can't say, this could have been bad because a lot of people, I mean, what if I wasn't able to get this girl's stuff? What if we had major projects planned um, from connections? Um, 
ask questions like Jean said. Um, make sure you're about yourself in these situations because people will try to use you being a good person, your friendship, relationship, not to get stuff. I mean, I'm not trying to say, I mean, I'm not going to lie on here and say I didn't ever receive any money. I got $50 here, $100 there, but I also paid money into the space. Um, I paid for a keypad that I ain't got reimbursed for. I, I'm owed sixty dollars. Did you go get um, your keypad back? I did not. I think that may, I think the owner of the actual building was like, "I'm getting rid of this." <laughs> oh, he just cracked it. He had to. But he probably because it ain't there it. now. Yeah. Yeah. He probably cut it. Like oh. I ain't heard about it because I can't. I'd be like, "Hey, um, I ain't gonna get no money back, Mr. I mean, Mac Williams." <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I need, like, I mean, it was $60, like, that I had paid to pick up, like, some cheesecakes and shit that I ain't got paid back. Uh-huh. Um, and, again, I didn't mind picking up those things because it's, like, we did have a rapport. I thought we were kind of, like, friends. So it's kind of, like, anytime your friend says, hey, can you pick me up some from McDonald's and I'll pay you when you get here, I just never got paid when I got there. That should have been an indicator. Um, watch how people treat other people. Um uh, and then because that was the thing, and that's one thing I want to say is I kind of feel like things would have went bad in another way just because one of the guys I was talking to, he basically said he didn't really – he came through, but he really wasn't fooling with us like that because he thought uh, – he didn't like how the owner talked to people, the owner of the business. He mm, didn't like okay. how he talked to people. Um, and I talked to another friend, and she she said that as well, and she was really disconnected from it. Um and she was like, yeah, I've seen him on Facebook Live, and I just didn't like how he talked to people. Um, so, And then, I, like I said, the whole thing about the jacket, um, he doesn't know that man. He doesn't know that man's connections. He don't know what that man got going on, but he assumed that he needed him. And it's like, and he's worn stuff from, like, brands, like I said, the one he allegedly had equity in it, and I don't ever see a shout-out on social media. So why am I wearing your brand? Like, the whole point is for you to use your quote-unquote influence to send people my way. So, ask questions. Use your use more discernment. I always felt like something wasn't quite right because things did not add up. I said things from the jump. Yeah, he did. I said, ask questions. This, this is weird. Yeah, I mean, it would be small things. Like, even how we had to take payments. Like, it was just a really weird. Yeah, I said, <laughs> why don't y'all have cash app or stuff like that? that i was like mm. a pos system i mean just basic things but i thought this was like really grassroots i <laughs> so i was like we that's what she was calling it. that grassroots i'm like uh-uh he got successful ventures it should not be grassroots at this point you know <laughs> when you started telling me about him you know like everything seemed dope you know it was just a you know, for me, I just think everything just kind of fell into place like way too fast, you know, and I've always been the type of person that's kind of been like, if something looks like too good to be true, it usually is. And not that I didn't believe in, you know, or what you were doing or what you were trying to do. It just seemed like he was just always sketchy to me. You know what I'm saying? And um, even when I met Gene, you know, we were talking about him, you know, we were just discussing things that were going on and Gene would be like, mm, you know this is kind of what I feel about this. And, um, you know, this, of course, you know, the more I got to know Gene, like the more I started trusting like his opinion and what he thought about things. And then it is all kind of like got verified for me, (laughs) you know, upon 
um, meeting old boy, you know, and it was just kind of yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, like he, he talk a good game and noticing that you were bringing in the majority of the people that were there, you know, like everybody that I've seen that's been in that place, for the most part, you brought them there. Yeah. I yeah, mean, and know? that's what, I mean, I've gotten a lot of calls of people saying that um, a lot of people, um, I think the thing that sums it up the best, my homegirl said, I am shocked, but not surprised. <laughs> and I think that's kind of like what sums it up because I mean, I think I'm more shocked that it fell apart the way it did in my face. Like it fell apart so quick. <laughs> it, it was just like went. this week was like everything. And it was like, everything yeah. seems so, so dramatic now. Like I own the building and I leased it out in 24 hours. And now I'm whisking off to the UK. Like, <laughs> like it's so absorbent. And I'm like, why is this so dramatic? But I mean, it is, but I mean, the beautiful thing is I have an amazing team still. Um, and like I said, we're moving forward, um, as everything. And like I said, honestly, as an entrepreneur, this hurt because I mean, I put a lot of trust, um, right. in this, but, um, one of the girls, I did, I did my name this, you know? and I don't, I was building a name and I did that. So be wary y'all. Like, that's really all I can say because your name until you got anything else is all you got at the end of the day. And even at the end of like even before it's like yeah. your name your name going on anything matters it sure does it's important yep if so, you don't have anything you have your name you know so i guess the big you know the big question about this because you know our whole platform here is about you know the entrepreneurship you know the corporate captive stuff going on so as an entrepreneur you know what are your next steps oh well i mean the beautiful thing is we're still making right with people who still have situations going on in the space okay so we're gonna have a book launch later on this month All for right. um uh this author more details to come once i get stuff finalized um i actually talked to another friend and have a meeting tomorrow um i have a potential situation with a grand opening for a uh, black a woman black owned uh, bookstore okay so um and i talked to her yesterday just really kind of see what we can do with the author and um she was like actually i really do need help so um i'm meeting with her tomorrow to kind of see what what we can do if we can do anything um, well, let's shout out this bookstore right quick. Yeah, I it, it don't. She ain't got keys yet, so I can't. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, oh, like okay. <laughs> she get keys June first. Is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It ain't gonna be like that. Uh, that CBD store. Stop. Is it? No, <laughs> it's a, no. It's actually her bookstore. It's not a um, <laughs> a franchise. It's actually her bookstore. She uh, she was a, a teacher. Um, actually, when we started having guests, I mean, I know we said we gonna do the episode. We said we gonna do it on, but maybe. I don't know. We'll talk and see about it before then because uh, she's a teacher and what she's it? opening this bookstore. So she's quitting. So I really kind of feel like that's really on brand to talk about the transition going mm, from yeah. this and all of that. I'm with that. Yeah. yeah. I like that idea. And I think, you know, piggybacking that with her grand opening would be like really, really dope. Um, so, um, like I said, we'll talk about that. But that's what, sh you know, I got going on. Again, like, ain't nothing to stop. Luckily, a lot of people. Um, I caught it in time. A lot of people um, kind of believed me. A lot of people kind of had suspicions already. Um, again, the, the consensus is shock, not surprise. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I was just more so, I mean, I was just into it. And yeah, but I mean, and then, oh, another thing I want to tell people is little lies mean, a li there's no difference between a little lie and a big lie. Um, people try to make it seem like white lies, but, and I, and I'm not going to say that. No, when somebody lies for no reason, 
be weary. Like, it's one thing to be like, where you at? I'm up the street knowing you running late. But, you know, there's a consequence. But to, like, wake up in the morning and say, good morning, I own a building. Like, there's no reason to lie. He used to, you know, kind of lie to our media team and be like, yo, I need pictures ASAP, like, <laughs> for, for press. press. And I'm like, well, A, what press from what I know about press is press sends their own, uh, real press sends their own people out to events and gets pictures. True. Like, ain't nobody sending pictures to Getty Images. Getty right. Images coming to the bank getting that's pictures. That's how Peter Parker got all of his pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, that, my God. That's it. Um, <laughs> so that's one thing. And if if people are soliciting pictures from press, it's paparazzi. Um, they're getting pictures from paparazzi who right. are sending it to the press. But as far as being the person, unless they, are, unless they have a confirmed write-up about you, they're not asking you for pictures. Um, but, I mean, it would be so fast. And I'm like, oh, and the only place I would ever see this picture is on his IG. <laughs> So I'm just sitting here like, on, not even like a team post. It's I like, was confused. I said, ain't that press? She said, <laughs> no, that's not press. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, she explained to me what she just explained to y'all. Yeah, like, I mean, it'd be different if it was a shade room, like press for other people. But right. someone else posting you, like he didn't even have the team <laughs> posting him. Like we all, you know, it was literally just. This would be like you up there posting about DJ Clo. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh, I don't Creating your own press. press. Like, I need y'all to take these pictures of me right quick. But that's <laughs> yes. not press. You but if I do that, selfies. I'm going to be like, yo, Nick, pr- put this on your IG. Right, right, right. Put hey, this on your story. Hey, use an IG. I need for you to add me. <laughs> like, yeah. But, I mean, but, yeah, like, yo, like, like I said, don't let these things. Like, one thing my mom, because I had to tell my mom about it. Um, she what laughed. did Ruby say? Ooh. She laughed. She had a good chuckle. She was like, I mean, she was, I mean, she had a good chuckle. Because, I mean, I've been up there going to the office like I had something you know what, for you know two years. You know how she is. Oh, yes. my God. So, for her, she was, she, looking, for the, she was looking to invalidate all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, so she was I'm like, over here grabbing my stuff. I mean, I feel like now, I feel like we got to make our stuff pop. Because <laughs> Ruby been wanting to say for years, what you're doing is fake and there's nothing to it. Yeah, she and definitely And this right me. here. Helps, screams fake, right? Screams yes. fake. It helps her her <laughs> thought process already. She asked me, she was like, I don't know why you don't want no real job. Exactly. <laughs> we have to pop, y'all. I can't. We can't because we, we can't let Ruby wrong. win. Yeah, we got to yeah, prove her wrong, but y'all. She, yeah. yeah, but she did. You know, she encouraged me and she the did say. The same energy y'all had to get Donald Trump out that office. Yes. Let's bring that Yeah, uh, support me, We y'all. need the Cal yes. County out here support listening. <laughs> we cannot uh, let Ruby win this one. We need Wayne County out here listening. Because Ruby, <laughs> she going to be there. With, it, it could be 15 years from now. She going to be like, just go get a job. It's going to be a parade. Yes. She going to throw a parade. She, um, she was like, but she did, like I said, I'm going to give her props. She did say, she was like, I'm happy this happened. She was like, in the industry you want to be in, this is what's going to happen. So, again, I'm so grateful that it happened on the front end. Um, because I would have hated had I had some major contracts, some major payments, deposits, and with I, real money, with real dollars that I can't yeah. pay back because I don't pay my bills with it. <laughs> like, I am so grateful for that. <laughs> like, oh. oh my god! Just imagine real money had been being moved through there, I mean, and you like, was getting a paycheck. Telling? And she was what? getting a paycheck. Like, us. instead of $50 here and there, he was giving me 1500 like, yeah. on the regular. <laughs> like, I would have been an accessory. <laughs> I would have been part of it because I would have been like, I ain't even got your money to pay you back. But, damn, I got paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, well, you need to run me my money. I paid my bills. 
done moved out of my mama house. <laughs> I have a place to stay. My kids in private school. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Because you know I would have. I would have ran it up. You would so. not have saved I, that nothing. money. I, I would have brought stuff. Yes. And if I did, I didn't want to give it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so oh I mean, god. I'm just so grateful. But again, ask questions. Get your money. Um, make boundaries and make them hard and stick to them. Because one thing one guy told me, and this all he was like, yeah, I didn't like how he spoke to people, so I didn't come around that much to make him feel comfortable to speak to me that way. And that was one of the major things I took away from this was be kind, be um, open, be all those things, but also set your boundaries. So people, uh, I don't know why I'm all snuffy. Um, but set your boundaries so people don't think that they can. That's um, my dogs. Oh, so people don't think they can do that stuff to you because I didn't get paid back because I didn't set a boundary. My ass ain't got no money. My ass should have been like, well, can you cash out me first? <laughs> <laughs> because exactly. I don't have no money in Sam's. So being nice is not what you be kind. Don't be nice. Y'all look up the word nice. Look at the origin of it. It comes from the word niche, which means stupid. Yeah, so, so let's be, not play nice. Yeah, let's, let's just be kind. Be kind. <laughs> be kind. Um, being kind is going to the store for them um, after they cash after you the money to get it. Because, again, um, a loan is a loan is a loan. And I always say don't loan money you can't afford to give. So even if it's for two minutes, if you can't afford to get somebody a $2 Big Mac at McDonald's or however much Big Macs are for five minutes until they see you at the, at the park y'all meeting at, Tell them to cash up you. It's too easy these days. It's too Very easy much so. um, for the people to give you because at the end of the day, I'm out. He got it. And I mean, y'all, I work. And when I tell you I worked a 10, I showed up at 10 o'clock a.m. on last Saturday, did not leave till after two. And I sent him a thousand dollars and I ain't got nothing back. Like I worked. Um, and all I got was a, you go, Chloe. Like. Yeah. Um, Where did that money go? Because it definitely didn't go to the owner of the building. Uh, well, I was told he was getting veneers, so maybe there. Um, so. Oh, God. Yeah. Ooh, somebody so, go punch his teeth out his mouth. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but again, like, and then believing yourself. Like, a lot of the, a, a lot of people I talked to was like, I don't know why you were there. You had it. People were there for you. They wanted you. You know, people, you know, I'm going to say this um, because you did have a lot of supporters in that sense. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of these supporters haven't, they didn't see when you left, you know, the previous job. They didn't see when you started this. So you were there because you were new to this. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we, like you say, hindsight's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Hindsight is real. So when you actually have hindsight and now you can see, you know, what happened. First of all, none of them were mistakes on your part. You know what I'm saying? You were new to this. You were doing what you thought that was the right thing to do, you know, and you were following someone who did have a bit of a rep, yep. you know what I'm saying? Because let's not mistake, you know, the fraud for, you know, the things that were actually legit, you know, which in some senses there were some things that were legit given, you know, the, the events that were hosted here in Dallas and stuff like that. Um, so though you, now you know, you know, and, you know, I'm kind of with your mom on this one. You're glad it happened at this point. As opposed to happening later when, like y'all said, some real money was moving through something. You know what I mean? Um, so, you you know, now you know you can ask those questions because you're not in a place now to where you're not experienced. When yep. you first started, 
you weren't experienced. So you asking a bunch of questions could be you, hey, you know, you could be the, hey, chill on all that. You know, you're doing things right now that, that may irritate an owner to where somebody exactly. may not want and you around. And that's what I, exactly, you so get That's how she right. felt. I would but tell exactly. her and she'd be like, well, no, you just kind of have to. Because you want to keep the vibe. But uh, there's a way to like, <laughs> but, but I mean, foot. not trying to be funny. This second time around, I was a lot more vocal. You yeah. remember he got upset with me because I snapped at him on his birthday. Like that was the first time I was like, hold up. Like you, you left. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure all this out. So you're going to have to chill. Like the second time around, well, I was a little bit more vocal because I was a lot more comfortable in my right. abilities and yeah. who I was and what I had to offer. Um, cause like you said, in 2019, I mean, y'all you were looking like, for placement in 2019. Yeah. Like you I are, just was like, jump. <laughs> and I'm still wondering like, world hey. shooketh. Yeah. I was like, mm, <laughs> like literally when I say drop out y'all, it was like, I'm not going no more. <laughs> like, it was no yeah. real plan. Right. It, you didn't I, even stay on campus through the rest of the semester. You just packed up your stuff and left. Yeah. It wasn't a real process right. for me. I, that's why I, I'm, I'm, I drop out. Like I literally was like. Uh, I ain't coming after finals. <laughs> like, that's that's what it was. literally how I felt. Like I used my vacation time. I was like, look, I'm staying to the, literally I quit the, to the day that I got hired. Literally yeah. Because you were also waiting years. on your, cause you were waiting on your, what you call it to be vested yep. fully. That's right. I you sure had a was. whole plan. I had, I had a plan for me. So again, like, Ask questions, but again, like Nick said, um, fill out the space. But when things aren't right, be careful about attaching your name. That's what I'm going to say. Be careful about how you attach your name and what you do. If I could do anything different, actually, no, there's not too much I would do You don't do need to do anything different because if you yeah. take away anything that you did, you also take away the knowledge that you gained from yeah. it. You see what I'm saying? Do, like all yeah. that was a learning experience for you. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I got what I needed. Oh, you got clients, no. The you thing got I would have done. You got knowledge. You can't take away any of that. The advice I want to give people is make it known your position. Yeah. A lot of people thought me and him went back 20 years. I can see that. Yeah, a lot of people meant, thought we went back like four flags like a Cadillac and I was like, oh, actually, no. Let me tell you the truth. I've actually paid into this as well. Um, so I thought I was 10 toes down. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, no, y'all. I'm interning like y'all. Because, <laughs> no, I'm because the senior intern. <laughs> like, you have a level of loyalty that a lot of people don't know about. You know what I'm saying? As far as people don't, or, or respect, you know what I'm saying? Especially him. Because your level of loyalty should have been respected enough to him to give you at least a little bit of the truth, which he didn't. The thing about it is this, though. You know, where you kind of, you know, came in and... Where you where it was where it worked in your benefit was that given your position and given what you're doing as an entrepreneur, meeting the people that you met actually helped you out. You know, like somebody who like the tech guy, you know, like that may not have been as, you know, rewarding for him to have known these people or met all these people mm -hmm. because what he did wasn't that. You know what I'm saying? He was pretty much there as the tech guy. So for him, he has a bunch of wasted time invested in this now. You know what I mean? He already had the the people that he the people that he's leaving with is the same people he came in with. For you, you actually gain more. You know what I'm saying? These people that um, want to be with you, that's because they they actually like working yeah, with you. Yeah, they mess with the kid, and I you do appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? It's like they actually really want to work with you. And yeah. it's because you you are you. You know, you're who you are. So, yeah, so and you, know, I, for I you actually wasn't, it wasn't so much of a loss for you as much as it was, a, it was a loss of space more than anything else. I mean, I really feel like God got me before it, uh, <coughs> he got me off the ship before it had to sink. 
Like, and that's but still, it's like, but he got me off the ship with connections, like things I did not have before, and that's why I was there. So what I came for, I got. Like, yeah. because I mean, not because of him, but because of the space that I had to barter, I was able to get a lot of stuff. Like, I would have n- never probably met uh, the guy with the athletic brand had it not been for um, bringing him to the space. Because I had a reason to talk to him. You had something to offer Offer. these people. Yeah. And that that was very helpful. Yeah. I had a place to offer. I had Barrett's, and that's really what it is. So, uh, again, build your portfolio, but make sure you're building your portfolio. Make sure that, you know, people know the relationship. So, again, you can be loyal. You can be nice. You can be all those things. But make sure that other people, because, again, it's not what it is. It's what it looks like. And so what it did do was it – because of my loyalty, because of the loyalty I had, it made people not want to talk to me um, in regards to the situation, um, which could have potentially jacked up some, you know, relationships. But, again, when you tell the truth and you're genuine you're genuine and you're honest, um, all you can do is tell the truth. And, you know, luckily I haven't had no issues with kind of coming to people and being like, yo, like I said, y'all was coming in here. I was in here on that same stuff. I just been here a little longer. But a lot of people were amazed when I told them. I was like, yeah, I kind of met him in 2019. And once I told them that I paid for that social media class, they was like, oh, I'm so sorry, baby. Yeah, they <laughs> know that you knew the feeling. Like, you knew the yeah. Because, no, because of how close you all seemed, it would have seemed like you would have known about this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or you would have been a part of the scam. And what people don't realize is that, <laughs> and this is what you, this confused the hell out of me when I went to that concert night was the fact that everyone who was recording their content on content night was an employee. And I looked, <laughs> we talked about this. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's why he's not generating any funds because he's letting the people who use the space for free normally come use the space on the night that the new people who he needs memberships for are using the space to try to look like the there's thing people is, there. We were all confused, and I guess I didn't know how to articulate that. We were trying to figure out how to get new people in the space because we were waiting. So we were like, well, we're going to show people so we can have the footage. Well, for someone who says their specialty was helping people launch their brands, he sure didn't seem to know how to launch his own brand. And that and was I think the that biggest was the red flag to me. to me. I was just like, you help people launch brands, but your own is not going. So how is that happening? I honestly thought it was just the weird space between his personal brand and because he offered businesses and services through his personal brand and, you know, the other business brand. So I thought it was just like trying to get people to understand how to differentiate between the two because one was like a consulting while one was like an actual doing. Yeah, but his business wasn't making money doing it. it, And that's the part that was confusing to me. I don't understand how you can offer a service and not be getting paid for it, but yet you're letting people use your space for free and you need money for it in, you know, in the, um, that looked like about 12 grand a month. Yeah. At least. So, yeah. Yeah. But again, y'all, you win some, you lose some in this entrepreneurship game. Just be mindful that you're going to lose some. That's what I got, especially in this creative entrepreneur game. Um, be mindful that you're going to lose Wait, something. So what about the escape versus what you call it? Mother's Day event. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We were supposed to have a whole escape versus, um, damn, SWV. SWV. There you uh, go. Dang, like pre-party. <laughs> like, I don't know what we going to do. <laughs> well, you know, I was never going to the I know, like but low key, I kind of still want to have, I might get a hotel. Please don't. <laughs> 
I might. No, no. You know, I'm not going to get it. I'm about to say, yeah, because they wouldn't reimburse you either. Yeah. Do you need any more citations under your name? I think I am. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to ask my homegirl to give me some of her points and be like, I think I want to host it. Oh, you know what? She got a clubhouse. I'm going to ask her because <laughs> she got a clubhouse in her apartment. I'm going to ask her when we get off, 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 line, off, off, off air. What do we call it? Is this air? Is this when air? we're done recording this podcast. Oh. <laughs> when we get off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, y'all, like that's really it. So I just want to be transparent and let y'all know because y'all are on this journey with me because I'm not like up there yet where I'm paying bills with this. And right. um, I really just kind of, for those who are aspiring, um, yeah, you. I want you to know I lost some this time. Um, but I did win some. Like I do still have some clients. Um, like I said, I'm producing an event here soon i still have a dope team um and it's only gonna get bigger and better from here but i mean i I, violated is the word i can say i feel um but again my end game is to be an inspirational speaker um and i'm gonna say this just give y'all a tidbit the name um i had for him in my phone was the professor and i told you me and i would be about school yeah so it makes sense and that kind of spiritually that's god telling me I'm gonna be an inspirational speaker because I'm literally gonna call this speech um, unaccredited. <laughs> like <laughs> when I go to people and I speak at conferences, this is gonna be my unaccredited speech because <laughs> I mean I could go into detail more and more about like how this was and all of that. Um, That's this week's title. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, and it it didn't. I don't want to say it didn't it didn't result in anything, but it did result in what to me will be the equivalent of an unaccredited degree. Like, you know, you still go to college, you get the knowledge. It's just, I can't. And that's legit what you got when you told me when I called you. You was like, friend, I feel like I just went to college and my degree wasn't, <laughs> I found out my university wasn't accredited. Yeah, like that's, that's the way you opened the conversation last yeah, week. Yeah, because that's the only way I could really get it because I gained so much and I put so much in. Like, I was working and, like, really trying to grow and, like, late night paper type stuff and it warranted into like literally under but again it doesn't take back the knowledge that i learned and that's what i want people to understand that's right don't do this don't go through what i went through but i do want you to know like there is um a silver lining it's not in vain it's just what i thought i had i don't have Knowledge is always the thing you're going to gain the most that you, that no one can take away from you. You know what I'm saying? Because even when you told me about all this, you know, I, I was like, well, just be petty and just go ahead and just, like, buy the name to that if it's not purchased <laughs> already. <laughs> you know, I said that. I was like, I would open the business in the same space, you know, and just call it your new name or whatever you're going to do. Just to do it in me, you know, and because people are already, you know, familiar with that space in general, you know, and it wasn't a bad space, you know. But, um yeah, but like again, like I said, I just wanted to share that. Let y'all know. Um, and I guess we can um yes you said your week was good. Uh Gene, how's your week? Uh my week was great. Um yeah, it was it was okay. I uh just went to work and dealt with that every day and um yeah, I mean that was pretty much it. I don't have anything exciting going on at work right now, so you know, I mean, but you're quite, you're kind of the middle between me and Chloe because you're like halfway a corporate captive, but you're also like 
halfway uh i'm not gonna say corporate dropout you're like a part-time <laughs> corporate I have a wife and i have to make sure that i can pay our bills yeah, yeah. but you and also have your music and stuff going on yes and uh so you get to see a lot of this entrepreneur stuff that i don't get to see yeah uh paying for like music and stuff and mixing and stuff is a lot so i spend a lot of money doing that but um it's very it's stressful just a lot um uh, being married and having to make sure that you know the other person is taken care of because that kind of comes that comes first before yeah. anything else so take yeah. care of home first yeah always i would say that's the difference between like me and you um as far as being able to drop out um I was able to kind of move back into my parents because being a quote unquote single mom with a child is not frowned upon by society by moving back into their parents' house. In yeah. addition to that, um, not through the judicial system. My son's father is very active in his life and um, pays and helps me out with him. So it wasn't like I was wondering if I quit my job, how would I take care of my child? Yeah. Whereas, um, you know, with you, your responsibility is a lot different. And I think I tell you all the time, you made me understand the difference between why, not saying it's right, but why people choose to, like, have babies and not get married. Like, oddly enough, while a human, having a human child is, like, way more permanent, in a sense, it's, like, it's the least responsibility. Well, it's just two sides to it. You, um, married is, it has its, okay, there's a difference between being married and having a child. Um, they both require their own set of situations. Like, I'm married, I have to answer to another adult. But if I need to leave the house and go do something, I can, because why? That adult can take care of themselves. But I have to answer to said adult. You with a child, you can't just leave your child at home. Right. Especially if they're not, you know, older than 12 or 11. So you can't just leave them anywhere, but you don't have to answer to them. (laughs) You can tell them, this is what I said. Because I said so. Because I said so, and that's just it. So they just have their trade-offs. And I think that's the main difference between the two. Yes, you can go live at your parents' house. I can't, but I have the freedom to go off. If I wanted to run off to New York for a week or two to go do something with my music, I could. Why? Because this is an adult, and she can take care of herself. You would have to get babysitting. You would have to make sure that the child is taken care of, and it just doesn't look very great, you just running off and leaving your child on your parents. So that's just the difference, I think. Yeah, and that's like I said, it's like the difference is, in a way, it's like I have more day-to-day because I have to make sure, like, the human eats and lives and all that good stuff. I can't just leave it and be I like, oh, you'll be okay. shout as her human. <laughs> I'm like, but human. like yeah, okay? my human. But, you know, you, in a sense, have to decision-make with somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't. And, you know, household, it's like you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to quit my job because, again, I have help. And I have a whole person that I'm not with contributing to this person's well-being. Yeah. Like, right, right. you just have you. Like, and, you know, her and 
that's crazy and that I'm sure that is hard especially being like in a pos- position where it's like um you know because you also want to do more of the creative entrepreneur you know creative end of it so it's not just entrepreneurship it's like because I feel like if, if I don't provide was, a service people yeah, have to like what Amazon, I do yeah if Amazon it'd be different yeah. uh, damn <laughs> what was it in uh that one damn Taraji P. Henson Tyler Perry movie a dang machine which one are you talking about? What was that one? She was on the boat. You won't watch it. Oh, acrimony. Acrimony. Oh. Like, it wasn't like you had yeah, a machine. <laughs> like yeah, a I don't have thing. a service or something right. like that. This is literally like the world has to like it. And yeah. honestly, they can pick and choose whether there's a need for what I do regardless. If they don't like it, they can just not listen to it. Uh, Not like an invention or something like that. So, yeah. What I do is even more risky when it comes to, because right now it could really look like I'm just shoveling money into nothing or for real a pipe dream. Yeah. So. But I make pipe dreams come true. Just. Do you really? Is that really a plug building right the now? Could you really just pipe plug dream pipe dream Building the pipeline from dream to reality. Could you oh really my goodness. just plug that right now? I mean, he said pipe dream and I'm like, okay, I have to like, I have to take this moment. But again, like I said, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. So how do you, like, I guess manage, like, juggle? What's the headspace like? I don't know. Like, Gene's headspace would love to be caught in there. Huh? Would love to be caught in your headspace to see what you're thinking half the time. That would be hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Thinking about how I just want to make money from my music. Okay. Well, that sounds like, more like my headspace. I, I want to be able to replace my the money I make a year mm-hmm. with money that I'm like bring that income in from my money from music. Okay. If I could do that, that would be a great start. <laughs> I feel that. So where is Gene's music gonna be found next? Um well I'm uh putting out I'm think I'm gonna put out two songs called um Sorry and Selfish. Both very great songs. Thank you. Gonna be putting heard those them. out. Yeah, they've heard them. Gonna be putting those out and um I need to shoot visuals for them. So if y'all got some simple ideas, please I we would love to hear. We had a space. Them. I just I'm bitter, y'all. We had a space. So anytime oh, okay. I get it for I was a minute. Had or have. Yeah, for any time I get a minute where I can be like... This wasn't for that, though, Chloe. I know. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so bitter about it. We had a space. And I just want to say one of the stories. Gene asked. He Um, indeed... You know what? It's not my story to tell. I asked him a couple of weeks back. I asked him. I was like, hey, there's like Studio B next door. Is that like... Can I rent that space out? And he told me no. There are some people that I'm leasing that space to. And I said, oh, okay. Well, can you ask them, like, through their, con- like, contact them and ask them, are they willing to lease that space out for me to shoot uh, a video? And <clears throat> he said, well, no, they're leasing it. I said, well, you lease this space. Um, like, you work out of here and you lease it to people. Like, people pay to come in here for stuff. So they don't do the same thing. Would they not want this money? And he said, I'm not doing it. And he just left it at that. And then he speaks to the real owner. I dropped my phone. Then I speak to the real owner, and the real owner told me, oh, 
I would have loved that. I wish he would have told me. <laughs> so, because at that least that would have been money coming in from that space. I actually didn't hear that part of it. I'm actually that's hilarious yeah. to me. The owner yeah. was like, the owner of the property was like, yeah, no, we were we were subletting to him. So if he would have told us that someone wanted to rent out this the other side of this at space, at least a portion of his rent would have been paid. At least he would have got a couple of hundred dollars from me. So, so is there a possibility you could still shoot your video there? Oh, yeah, I spoke to the owner, and I got his information. So Not trying to yeah, bring this that. back to what we were talking about, but what I want to say is I am so blessed that um, Gene is not only my, like, client, but he is also, like, my family. Because imagine being in this situation with someone who is just a client. How unprofessional I look, how, you know, like... <laughs> this messy, messy situation. Yeah. So, again, for those who are listening, be weary of your name and ask questions. Yeah, because the situation looks, on the outside looking in, looks super messy. And it looks like, you know what, I don't want to be involved with her or the situation that yeah. she got going on over here. Because I will say this, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to backtrack, but... One of the biggest struggles, which is why I wanted to talk about it on the podcast as well, was how do I tell this story but not be also at the same time disloyal? Because on one end, it's like telling the truth is the truth, but also it can also look like I'm like, oh, well, since his shit caught on fire, let me not let me disassociate. Oh, that ain't my friend. That ain't that. When I was claiming him as my friend, when I was like, you know, holding his children when I was, you know, such an intricate part of quote unquote his life that I thought I was. It's like, I don't want it to make, I don't want to make it seem like, Oh, since shit hit the fan, we don't fuck with each other anymore. But I also don't want to make it seem like we fuck with each other. Like, that long so it's a very because weird because he still hasn't reached out to you yeah so it's yep. like a very it's a very like weird situation and that was the issue i had with talking to the dj i was like hey i i was gonna tell you but i really just didn't know how to tell you without again you're getting to know me so you don't know how my loyalty is you don't know who i am as a person so it's like i don't want to make it seem like since shit hit the fan I'm, you know, CYA, I'm just covering my ass. But I do want you to understand that I did get played. I did not know anything. So, I mean, it's a really catch-22. I'm so blessed that, Gene, you're my client and my friend and my family, opposed to, like, someone else. Because imagine how this could have went if you weren't. I mean, especially, like, not trying to be funny with who you are as a person. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you would have fired me. Yeah. Because it's more so like, you couldn't catch that character? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Wait, hold on. Because Gene definitely called that character. I yeah. Did. I mean, the thing Gene is... Gene is who warned me about the character. Because yeah. when we were out eating and hanging out and things were going on, you know, like, no disrespect or discredit to, you know, or, you know, to anybody else. But Gene's perspective of him is who I listen to the most. Yeah. Because I know one thing about Gene is he, who he associates with is a big part of who he is. And yeah. that's not something he would have taken lightly. You know what I'm saying? So if he had a feeling about something as it pertained to that individual and that business and that brand, I could see why he had the feeling. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And the odd thing will always be that he low-key reached out to Gene as a friend. Multiple occasions. He did. So, again, off that. I mean, I can see why he would have reached out to Gene. I mean, like, yo, like, I'm going to be real with y'all. Like, if on I was the like air, a branding And I person, hope Gene don't, don't get mad at me for saying this. But... If you securing yourself, Gene is the perfect friend. If you're not securing your, if you're not securing yourself, Gene isn't because Gene will call you out on your bullshit. Gene will he will ask you questions. So you gotta make sure you it. I mean, hell, I talked to Gene the other day and he was like, So what you do today? Nothing. Because the thing about it is he he gives you what you he gives you what you give. And I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I like to sleep, I like to nap, I like to watch Netflix. <laughs> and um he will call me out. Um, you have to be really real with yourself in order to be friends with Gene. That's true. And that's, it's not on him. It's on you because he don't yep. know how to be fake. And the thing about it is everyone has perfected a version of fake, even my damn self. I won't say shit to people until I fill them out and I feel as though they can take it. Gene don't care if you take that shit. He going to tell you real. He going to keep it raw with you. And it's not malicious. It's more so because he wants the best for you. So it's like if you tell him you want to lose weight, but you eating Twinkies, he gonna be like, "You why eat? You, you want to? Yeah, why like, you eating no, that? For real. And that's just who Gene is. That's and true. I just feel like of, don't. My uncle used to always tell me, my uncle Archie, you lot of your friends, a lot of mine, but we not gonna lie, lie to, to each, each other. other. So and that's don't, like honestly a quote I've adopted. Yeah, don't don't do don't tell me something. To make yourself feel better, and you not, and every day you not doing what you told me that you said you was gonna do. I'm definitely gonna be like, well, I don't, I don't get it, friend. You told me this, but I'm not seeing it. I'm gonna say this: <laughs> if Gene, if anyone was the face of uh, tough love, it is Gene. But it is love. Like I can yeah. say, my friendship with him has made me better. It's made me more honest with myself. It's pushed me, um, and it's accountability. And like a lot of the time, we're used to fake friendship. Where mm. let me not call it fake friendship. We're used to convenient friendship. We're used to our friends allowing. Maybe we're us used behavior. to yes men and no men. Yeah, there's know. a quote. There's a quote that says like, "Your real friends that ask you. Some friends that ask you how you got here, but your real friend. If you're in a jail cell, let me repreference that. It was a meme. It was like if you're in a jail friend, a jail cell." And it's like some of your friends will be like, "How'd you get here?" But your real friends, your real friends will be in the jail cell with you. Your real friends won't. Your real friends will be the ones that's bailing you fucking out. Your real <laughs> friends are the one I call my like. <laughs> I have some real friends in the mix, but I call certain people for certain things. But when shit get real, I know I'm calling Gene. I know I'm hitting up Nick. Like, and that's just the realness about it. It's like my real friends ain't gonna make me allow me to make bad decisions that can end me up in a jail cell. That's right. Like, Without saying something, like yeah. my thing is, if you ended up there, it's it would not. It, if you told me what was going on, I said something. Yeah, I'm a single female, y'all, out here <laughs> dealing with these like dudes. And if I hit up Gene or fucking Nick, and I be like, "Yo, like this nigga played me. I'm gonna go flat his tires." And all that good shit. I'm uh, I'm gonna get a gene is gonna be like, well, why the fuck was you fucking with a nigga that's gonna make you flat his tires anyway? He gonna call me out. Nigga's gonna be like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that because that that definitely gonna get you in trouble, you know. But the thing about it is, both of them will be the ones bailing me out. They not gonna sit in that cell with me. Like a real friend's not gonna encourage you to do wrong. That's right. And that's just really no. what it is. A real friend, at, at least without not not trying try not teaching you how to cover your tracks. Um, but that's the story for another day. Um, but a real friend's not gonna encourage you to do wrong no matter how how wronged you were. 
Um, and a lot of the time people want people to enable their wrong. So, um, Gene ain't that friend. I'm going to let you know that here right now on this podcast. Gene ain't never going to enable your wrong. I don't care if that nigga was the worst shit, god dang shit. That female was the worst person to you. She slapped your ass. She got you sued and all, and you ain't got no money. You're out and destitute. Gene is not going to co-sign on anything that's going to be detrimental to you. And yeah. sometimes that shit come off as like he don't support you, he don't do this, he don't do that. But now nah, he's one of the realest people I know. He's like honestly, he's family. He's he's he literally is like I can't even say one of my best friends. He's family, and I believe friends are your chosen family. And he's definitely some he's someone I I, I couldn't imagine not in my corner. And that shit suck. I'm not gonna lie, but because sometimes he will be like bitch. Well, he won't say bitch, but he'll be like girl, you ain't doing your shit. But the thing is, I know where I am with him at all times. I know when I'm not on, I'm not not focused on the mission, and he keeps me on track. Like with anything and everything I tell him I want, like he gonna make sure I'm on mission with that. And again, his words sometimes can be a little harsh. I ain't gonna lie to y'all; it can be a little <laughs> harsh. But but not trying to be funny. People a lot of the time they want uh, lies are beautiful, beautiful lies. Truth is harsh. And um, the truth is harsh, and Gene and, and Jean will give you the harsh truth. Um, I, I I trust his opinion above anyone else. I know if I'm lit and I be like, it wasn't that bad, he going to be like, nah, bitch, it was that bad. <laughs> and that's what I need. I don't want to hear, I don't want someone telling me it wasn't that bad when it really was. Yeah. And, I mean, again, and he also makes you bring the best. He don't take mediocre. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, I'm creative. I will say that people tell me that, so I'm gonna own it. I'm creative. Um, a lot of the time I can get people shit that I come up with five minutes after I wake up. Gene knows the difference between my five minutes after I wake up and my my thought through. Um, yeah, my thought through branding ideas. He can tell the difference, and he's one of the few people that can. He takes the time out to know, and he pushes me honestly. Like his approval is up there with my mama. It's not easy. It's not easy to get. <laughs> it is not easy to get. Um, but it makes me work harder. It pushes me. Like getting Gene's approval is like getting an A in that class that a teacher tells you you ain't gonna make an A in. Like, <laughs> no, that's true. I can see that. It's not even about the A. It's self satisfying. Right. It right, ain't right. about my fucking like I got GTA. That approval from Gene. Like, yeah. You know, you know. I will say that. I hate the fucking process. I do. I mean, because I'm used to telling people, "Hey, um, green," and they're like, "Fucking right." Yeah. You know what the. You know what I've realized just you talking right now? For you, me and Gene are your preventative and your diagnostic care. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. Gene is yes. very much your preventative. Like, Gene is going to see a situation before it happens and be like, let's do what we can do, friend, to not have to be a part of the situation. I'm the yes. diagnostic care. Like, you didn't okay, messed well, it up already. Let's just go ahead and. Feel what we, do what we got to do to fix this. You know and what I'm saying? still stuck on the, I told you not to do this no, in that's the first Gene for place. Because <laughs> yep, 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 Gene will yep. smooth be like, but I told you, friend. And I'm not an I told you so type person. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, well, let's go ahead. This is what we got to roll with. Let's fix it. You know what I'm saying? And that's us. That's this whole dynamic and I'm right like, here. you would need him, though. Right, If for you real. just did. 
<laughs> what you which if you would have saw the signs and peeped them from jump like we talked about but me and you know. gene were in a car one night and gene was like but i already know i'm right <laughs> and the thing with I gene always tell is him that gene right is does not people, equal correct no no the I'll thing like, with gene is though is that he typically won't speak unless he know unless he knows i'm sorry that he is correct about what he's speaking on you know what i'm saying and that's the thing about Gene. Like, Gene is not going to jump up and give his opinion about something or give his professional advice, you know, about something unless he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that's facts. I mean, I will say Gene is definitely part of my moral compass when it comes to things because I am definitely uh, one of those people that's like, eh, whatever. But, I mean, this I really feel like with all the shit I went through, had I not had a gene, had I not had a Nick in my corner, I would have, I just, um, I think I would have, uh, the fall would have hit harder. Um, I had people at sounding boards who de- definitely kind of seen what I seen, felt what I felt, um, and gave a point of reason. Like I said, gene infamous for asking all the questions to where it will make you uncomfortable. So the benefit of being with gene, honestly, is a reward to be friends with gene because that means you are 120 percent secure with yourself if you can't be friends with gene easily and he offends you that means you're not secure with yourself because the thing about it is there's not a malicious bone in his body he will get with you he will correct you and he will expect the best out of you and i appreciate that because not to toot my own horn and i don't mean that in any type of way a lot of the time i can literally come up with ideas and um formulations on the fly. Gene, I mean, but I think a big part of it is a lot of time Gene just wants to know the truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what it is. And he yeah, wants to know that I thought about it. He wants to know it. what is honest and what is coming from the heart because he doesn't like to be lied to. And that's just, you know, from... I don't. Yeah, like from what I've gotten <laughs> no from Gene, it's like <laughs> lying to Gene is like you wasting your time doing it because one, Gene is not going to judge you. Gene is, you know, Gene knows, you know, just from what I've seen, he has no hair to put you in. You know what I mean? And nah. so if he's asking you a question, it's for understanding. You know what I mean? And that's just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, what do you have for us? Yeah. I mean, and that's really what it is. And that's, like I said, the biggest compliment. Um, it, it, it's tough at times because I can come up with shit off on the fly and people love it. Gina be like, hmm, maybe not that. I mean... That was a good starting point. Remember, I yeah, said that one I mean, day. I would never like, forget the most. The thing that stuck hmm? out the most was one of the times we was trying to think of a domain, and he was like, "Yeah, did you give that some thought? I like it for a starting point." And anyone else would have been the like, title "That's for dope." The first episode, huh? <laughs> Y'all remember the title for the first episode? Uh, what was the title? Long ass episode one. No, no, no. It was something I said. When I first got there, and he wanted to make oh, it. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. do we want to say that no, to no, the no, world? No, 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 no. We ain't gonna say it. <laughs> Y'all just are not gonna be in on that. But I mean, again, but I mean, the thing is, like, Gene I like will that name still. To, he We're will, not doing that. We are not doing. I low key want a shirt now. <laughs> I tried to make that Nick's name, and I mean, he was like, like no. "No, it's not happening." Yo, sir. no, what? I feel like it happened. If this it podcast won't. pays us to no, no, produce no. it. It won't happen ever. 
If they paying us millions of dollars, if y'all really want to know that bad what it is, you know, you can contribute to the podcast. You can start paying. You can pay for a subscription. I think Apple Music has that now. And once we make a million dollars worth of podcast, we're going to release some limited edition shirts that oh. sell for a hell, a hell of a hundred, like a hell of a price. And they're going to say this phrase. And you ain't never going to know what this phrase is, but know it's special. And you can you can reference episode 13. Yeah. Um, And episode one. Episode like, one, just so y'all know. That. It was episode one. I was like, can't we just put that name in there? And Chloe was like, no, I, he's, he, don't, let's not do that. Yeah. I was like, That's well, let's I call him. Friend. And she said, no, there's no me. point of calling him. He's going to say no. <laughs> and that's the one thing I pride. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I pride myself on being able to speak for my friends. Yeah. I know Gene don't really believe in that, but I really feel like, I was I'm like, let him speak for himself. I want to ask. He really was because it was a quote that literally came directly from me. Yeah. So yep. the funny I can part. see where Gene got it from. So trust me when I he tell you. He said it. But that was Gene and I's first Again, time meeting. I, um, I, I pride myself. One of the things <laughs> I pride myself was on is I'm your motherfucking representative. If I'm calling you family, you, I'm your fucking representative. And I know what you will say from the rooter to the tutor. And I was like, in no way, shape, or form, Nick will ever allow this. The only way I'm saying that this will happen now is if we millionaires. So yeah, this podcast profits us some fucking millions, and he won't even want it, but the justification is that we're fucking millionaires, so it don't even fucking matter. And yeah. it's like, whatever. And if that's what y'all want, y'all got because y'all made us fucking millionaires. So if you make us a millionaire, you can get a hoodie, a t-shirt, and it's going to be hella limited that Ooh. says this secret phrase. It ain't going to be that many of them made either. It ain't. Nick is not going to be okay with that. And we're going to trademark the not phrase so that way can't nobody else use it. Mm. Yeah. But my name is so common. I think we can still trademark it. I mean, it's up to y'all to that I'm phrase. Not involved in that, it's not Th- happening. Because it's a phrase. It's not. I just... am not doing any of that. Oh, if we gonna sell these shirts and we millionaires, like if this podcast pays for, our, I mean, we ain't really gonna be millionaires. If this podcast pays for all three of our livelihoods, yeah, replaces my salary and like respectfully pray for our uh, livelihoods. Like We're going to go can, ahead and go on record and say that I have the final say-so on that. You do? Okay, thanks. But um, I mean, no. like, again, right, right, to, right. To, to the fact that you won't Did ever you have to work when again. He said it? Did you say Gene's face when you said it? Because he knows that's probably not going to happen. It's not. Right. He's not going to be okay with so, that. Um, he, he ain't probably. Care. But again, money talk. Mm. And that's one thing I can say. Like I said, I'm all my, if I call you friend, family, right. I'm your representative and I know shit. Nick ain't and the fact that, that I don't really have a price though. While the neck, while the, it's not about the price. It's the fact that you have your time and you can do what the fuck you want to do. I don't have a price though. You ain't, it ain't about the price. It's that more name, of the fact that, mm. Hmm, I so never are we have going to, to do Grammys anything I don't or do. are we using my degree? What are we doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Nick wants to move on. Right. right, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we can talk about the Grammys. Well, let's see, yeah. Let me tell y'all something about Gene. Is Gene has taught me a lot about academies and, you know, um, Grammy awards and things like that. And one thing about him being an artist is that he is pretty well versed 
and what comes about, you know, with the, you know, the award ceremonies and things of that nature. Look, so, y'all, I won a Grammy. I've won a couple of them, a few. So based I on Gino, he will have a few. So I gotta understand where this is, where you know, where things are coming from, and so, who is doing what. So one thing I like about him is that he'll go ahead and give you a background and a knowledge as to where these things come from, and like he'll tell you. First of all, he told me today like what the Grammy submission period actually is. He told me about the committees that vote for these things, about changes going on within the committees, and as. You know, with Gene being an artist, I think it's important that he has these things. So, I mean, like, first things first, like, Gene, like, how does the voting committee actually work and what are the changes in them? Because, you know, you told me that today. Okay. So how they how the Grammys is working as of right now um, is that basically people come in. Well, you submit your music. That's one thing people need to realize. Um, artists and record labels submit their own music. No one is being nominated. You're not going to be nominated for anything if you or your record label or whoever doesn't submit you for a Grammy. Um, that's first things first. Also, you need to understand the time periods, um, the the eligibility period. If you're wondering why stuff that came out, you know, the Grammys that just came on in March, if you're wondering why stuff that came out in October of 2019 is at the Grammys for 2021, that's because the Grammy year is offset um, by uh, different dates. Before, right now, um, for the past couple of years, the Grammy year was September 1st until August 30th of the next year. So everything from September 1st of 2019 all the way until um, August 30th of 2020, was at the March Grammys of this year. Well, they changed it as of um, this coming year. They added a month. So this Grammy year will not end April 30th. This Grammy year for the 2022 Grammys will end um, September 30th. So they're going for everything from October 1st of 2020 all the way until September 30th of 2020. 21 this year for the 2022 Grammys. That's the first thing we need to know. Also, when it comes to nominations, you submit your music, like I said, and then there's a, as of right now, the way they've been working, a committee um, makes sure that your music is in the right genre or whatever the case may be. Then they send those nominations out. That mean they send the list out of people who have qualified to be, you know, be considered for nomination. The entire thousands of people that are a part of the Academy vote on you, all of your peers, engineers, uh, other writers, uh, other artists who have credits and things like that. Basically, to be an Academy member, you have to have a certain number of credits on albums that have been released. You have to be working inside of the music industry, actually, to be an Academy member. That's a few thousand people. So those nominations, the list of people go out to those people, and then all of those people have their own vote. So the way that it works as of right now, once that comes back, they take the top you know, 10 or 15, and in some categories, like the general categories, they take the top 20, I think, people. Those, those top 20 vote-getters get uh, given to the awards committee the nomination committees. Those nomination committees 
actually look at the Grammy. They look at those those vote getters, and then they vote on who they feel the five nominations should be. They are doing away with that nomination committee because now it's just going to be the top five vote getters. Period. From the general body, they they're no longer going to have a group saying, okay, well, these are the top 10 vote getters. Now, who do we think should be nominated? They're literally going to just say, okay, the top, they're going to get back the nominations. The governing body voted on these top five people. Those are the five nominees, which I think is necessary. I think it's it's good because now a vote is a vote. The actual, they're actually, the Grammys now are going to be represented by the actual governing body that voted. At least the nominees are. Well, it's all going to be just on, you know, vote. It's kind of like the Electoral College when voting for the president. You no longer have that filter and buffer that kind of changes, actually, you know, that kind of changes who you voted for. You know, right now with the Electoral College, I voted for this president, but that person didn't win in my state. So all of the people, but the vote that represents me, because, you know, they won a popular vote in my state, that vote is now going to go toward that other person that I didn't even vote for. That's kind of how the the uh, Grammys were. They've gotten rid of that. So now it's going to be a straight up, up and down member voting, you know, winner and nomination right. pick. So I think that's a, a very good thing. I, I, I don't have a problem with it. So, yeah, that's that. Okay. So well, no, no, no. I always love how Gene gives us back, you know, background on stuff like that because he also kept me, you know, pretty educated on the Academy Awards and things like that. Um, so <laughs> it's also good to know what. No, I'm just laughing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's always good to know, you know, like how we're being represented because when you presented this to me today, you, sh- you know, you kind of brought up like the, the electoral college and things like that, you mm-hmm. know, and how at the end of the day, you know, depending on where you are, the majority of your vote is represented by one vote and how pretty much that's what pretty much takes over. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so the Grammys going to this new, you know, scheme of voting shows us that, you know, it kind of makes it to where your vote, your individual vote actually counts more than so much more of an electoral college vote type deal is what they yeah. had before because it's like it goes to a genre which goes to a voting committee in that genre you know yeah. what i mean and so it's so much better this way because we had a full conversation pretty much you know and i'm gonna go ahead and say it as to why it's almost like summer walker's work wasn't appreciated you know or what I mean? ari lennox neither right. of or them, ari lennox right yeah, the you year know? before neither so of them got nominated or the weekend this year right especially when we when we're talking yeah. about traditional R&B or our styles of music and it sucks for the weekend because he's never at this point, I think with his career is never going to be categorized properly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And those are my words, you know what I mean? So I think that's more, you know, I think that's really important to discuss, you know what I'm saying? So having Gene, um, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, I would love, like I told just Nick and Clover earlier, I would love to see this past year Grammys. I would love to see the top five getters and vote getters in those categories from the general body before the nomination committee voted on who they felt right. should be a nominee. Yeah. I would love to see what that list looked like. How different would it be from what the nomination committee picked? Like, it, hey, 
Grammys, if y'all was ever willing to like release that sort of stuff, I would love to see it because I wonder what that would look like. What the grant would the weekend end up in all the categories that he, you know, that he submitted his stuff in? Right. Would Summer Walker have been nominated? Would Ari Lennox have been nominated? What just what would it look like? So that's just me just wondering. Because you're so technical. And not just your musical, you know, not just your music lifestyle, but just in general. Gene, you're a very technical person, you know, and you are the perfect person to be on a Grammy committee. You know what I'm saying? Perfect. No, no, because he has an ear for it. Like being that, like I feel that way so hard. I ain't even into me. I mean, I DJ, but I mean, like if I can find any way to get in it to like. I'm not even lying, and I don't even know if I should say this on the podcast, but if I could find a way to get on it so that way you could honestly use me as your proxy, I would. I really feel like you're the most qualified person. Y'all are so nice. I appreciate this. I no, know. No, no, no. I, and it's I mean, not a I nice mean, thing for me. The most qualified person I could get to know. And I, you know, I could get to know a lot of people. <laughs> it's like, not a nice I thing mean, for I, me. It's I mean, Gene is very technical you individually like, as a person. You know, Gene, you're very technical. And the I one thing you are passionate about is you. your music. You're very passionate about your music, you know, and not just your music, but other people's music. I've sat in a room with you, just, you know, just the two of us, and you, like, let me hear songs and things like that and taught me different things that I didn't know about. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Nick, same. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, honestly, I I have to attribute, like, part of my DJ, like, pursuit, career, all of that to you. Like, you honestly are part of the fabric that makes me feel capable as a DJ. I really? don't know if I... Real talk. Like, oh. I don't know if I had you if I would have pursued it. You're my sounding board when it comes to DJing, when it comes to, like, that type of shit. Like, you, you are that. You are my go-to. I honestly wouldn't call anyone else. I don't even feel really comfortable, honestly, for my first couple of gigs. I definitely just want you to be there off of GP. Like, I mean, I honor your opinion and, like, your insight from everything that fucking much. Like, real, real spill. I don't take what you guys are saying lightly. Um, Honestly, I thought you knew that. I did not. Yeah, man. I don't know if I would have pursued. I don't. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I would have felt as comfortable becoming a DJ had it not been for knowing you. I don't think. I don't know. I'm right, Nick. Had I not known you, I don't think I would have pursued DJing. You are honestly the fabric that made me. You are the main component of what made me feel capable of doing it. Real talk. I don't. I know for a fact I wouldn't have pursued it had it not been for you. So yeah, heavy. All right, enough about me. <laughs> I love you guys. He hates um, being the center of attention. It's I do. Given that he is, you know, I out here as a whole artist. Like my you know what music? I'm saying? He got a whole album always almost done. And Yo, he's y'all don't know how dope it is. Like, real talk. His music is is so dope, y'all. Y'all just don't understand. Oh, yeah, I'm trying, like, y'all. So, like, honestly, speaking but of that. But I'm not thrusting in that Perfect ass segue. Yo, single day mile. <laughs> Yes. Like when Cinco de Mayo, Thursday? Wednesday. Is that Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday, yo, when this drops. So, like, listen to us. Check us out. Love us. After you listen to this podcast while you at work, this evening, tune in. 
to Gene's performance. On we call Wednesday. him behind the scene. We Please call him here behind the scenes, Gene. But in real life, he's username Gene on IG, Geneology. Anywhere else you go, the link is in the bio. It's in my bio. Yes. It's in Nick's bio. It's in all our bios. Please check it out. Do you know the time? Yes, I perform at eight thirty. Eight thirty p.m. Central Standard Time. I cannot wait. So that means uh, ten o'clock Eastern Standard. Let that me tell y'all something. Hold on, because this, this is the thing. Like, I'm pretty big on the music I listen to. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Gene remembers the first time I met him. You know, um, we were listening to some songs. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was a guitar riff, like. In particular, it was this one particular riff that I fell in love with because I was saying how it reminds me of Fleetwood Mac. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. You remember that, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I was listening to this and I'm like, this reminds me of Rumors. Like, because Rumors is one of my favorite albums. And yeah. we were just like, we this this is where Gene and I connected. And then the very, you know, one of the next songs that I've heard from him, one of the songs following was a song, you know, with Gene just like spitting bars. You know what I mean? Uh, And it goes so crazy. That's my, you know, that's my song. And it reminded me so much of College Dropout, which is also one of my favorite albums. So, you know, in this short, you know, like time frame of Gene and I knowing each other, here it is, what are we, May 2nd right now? And we met like early February. So yeah. we have three months in, me and Gene know yeah. each other, and um, he's pretty much like played on two of my favorite albums of all time. You know what I mean? And his music is that dope, because I'm very big on the music that I listen to. You know, it's so much to the point to where I'm like, I listen to about the same like couple of albums, you know, and... <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so for me, it's huge. For, me, for somebody new to come up in my life and... You know, and be in you know, and make music that I can relate to, that I like, that I'm just like genuinely impressed with. And we're not doing that. We're not doing any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm joining the Thrust Boys real quick. Had to throw it out there. I'm done. Y'all goodbye. But not for real. Like no, Gene is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the Grammy. When it comes to his committees, and honestly, when it comes to like pushing yourself to be better. Um, it's really easy to hit the status quo. Um, I mean, honestly, for me, like I said, I am so used to people telling me I'm dope the first time around, second time around. Gene will make me go through 15, if not more, drafts. And, I mean, that's what I need as a person. I need to push. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I like it when you tell me you like what I do naturally, what you like what I do when I wake up in the morning. But in order for me to be get Gene is that ingredient that pushes me to be better. Honestly, there is like not honestly the best version of Clover without a Gene. Um, and that's just being real. Yeah. Um, there's not the best version of me will not exist without Gene because I'm a lazy ass motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like I'm not even for the lot of y'all. Go ahead and like, this is explicit. I'm a lazy ass person. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm a lazy ass explicit. person. Yes. I love laying in the bed. I love watching Netflix. I love chilling. I also love being creative, but again, it's, I love, and I also love compliments. So when people tell me shit off the fly and I'm like, they love it, I love, I'm with it. But Gene, you pushed me to be the most better version of myself. And honestly, like, honestly, if everyone 
if you were like everyone else, I could not be better, which means I could not provide better, which which means I could not be myself. So a fabric of my being is rooted in you, and I thank you for just existing and being oh. here and pushing me. I didn't thank know this was going to turn into a Gene Appreciation podcast. I didn't either, you know, y'all. I love this what episode. Hell no, I didn't either. My niggas, like, Oh, my real gosh. Talk, I think y'all lit. I mean. Mm, that's really not what it is shit, for me. Shit, like, so. when they say a drunk heart speaks a sober mind. Oh like, my God. I'm not really so that drunk. That makes it even more sentimental. Yes. Like, so well, this movie, is enough. you want to move on? <laughs> this is enough. We're going to move on. Oh, my gosh. Did y'all hear about the, uh, what's it called? Backwoods band? Yes. <laughs> Black people. Yep. It's, what is it? What did it say? It's like, pretty uh, much all flavored cigars, right? Flavored cigars. Yeah. And, and it's so commonly known as a blunt. Uh, what that thing <laughs> said. Yo, that's the quote. Like, it literally said commonly, commonly known, known as, as a blunt. blunt. Yeah. yeah. That was very. I love literature. So yeah. pretty much, you know, black people. You all get um, bombs. Yeah, this they is were really affecting right, us. It, get it, bombs, I think it said that one point, I think it said one third of people who smoke marijuana use blunts, quote unquote, but two thirds of African Americans. So it was brought on by the African American Union something. Let me let me actually look it up. Okay, basically, you know, layman's terms, black folks, you are and no longer able to go blood. to the BP. It. And get Swishers and Backwoods. You all will now be required to go to the um, the smoke shops and get bongs and pipes. This is what you all are being requested to smoke out of. They find the okay. Here goes the text. They say on Thursday, April 29th, the Food and Drug Administration announces ban. Um, announces ban. It's an announced. It's planned to ban methanol flavored cigarettes and all, all flavored cigars. Starting in 2022, which is next year, y'all. The FDA's pro- the FDA's proposal is a uh, response to a lawsuit from the African American Tobacco Control Leadership Council calling for all nat- calling for the national ban, which would target makers and sellers, not the users, so not y'all who like to use it, but the makers and sellers of methanol uh, and flavored um, cigars. Um, what they're saying is um, the ban would. Primarily affect African American smokers, who um, because if they have marijuana, they typically roll them into flavored tobacco or cigar leaves. And per the quote I'm reading from Leafly.com says, and commonly called a blunt, um, they said that half of cigar sales in 2020 were um, two thirds of flavored brands of the Black and Mild and Swisher Sweet. Um, it says that a 2020 study found that a third of weed consumers smoked blunts, while almost two-thirds of black weed consumers smoked blunts. So they're doing this in an effort to um, basically combat health um, issues. They're saying that the F- the FDA wants to reduce the ta- tobacco use, which is the leading cause of pre- preventable deaths in the USA. Um so that's kind of like the reason for the ban because I guess even though you may take out some tobacco from the cigars, from the the blunts and all that, it's still there. And tobacco is the leading cause for deaths um, amongst African American. One of the leading cause for deaths amongst the USA. So how y'all feel about that? I don't smoke, so I don't know. I'm about to say like I'm not a smoker, so none of this makes you know a big difference to me. Yeah, I mean, but. 
you know, I've smoked before. I'm not going to say I haven't. And, you know, it just kind of seems like they're trying to take away the, again, you know, this is more of a African-American oppression things as far as, you know, smoking weed. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, we're taking away Swishers. We're taking away Backwoods. We're taking away all of those things that, you know, black folks like to smoke because I've seen, you know, the the white people smoking and they use pipes and bongs and things like that, you know, and that's, you know, what's different for them. Um, So now we're going to go ahead and say... Um, you all can't, you know, don't smoke backwoods and don't smoke swishers. And I don't know. I, I don't really have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really have much for that. But I know that's a part of our thing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm if a it's a part this. of our thing, you know, I feel like but that's something you, you all should fight against. Paraphernalia. Like, the thing is. Oh, let me go ahead and, you know, let me go ahead and, you know, elaborate on that. You know, um. I did say something earlier about that. I'm glad you said it. We spoke mm-hmm. about this earlier. And the one thing that I will say is that one thing that black folks always get, you know, fined for and penalized for is paraphernalia. So basically what you're wanting us to do is go ahead and smoke pipes and, <laughs> and you know, and have grinders and things like that. And then you, when you guys pull us over, we're getting put over and ticketed and fined and, you know, and paraphernalia is still criminalized. Um, for paraphernalia and one thing i never see white folks getting in trouble for is that is paraphernalia so you were saying basically because blunts are pretty much like once you smoke them they're gone you know but in a grinder if you find any weed in a pipe if you find any weed you're getting fined for it you know that's something we always seem to get fined for we don't you know i don't ever hear about white folks getting fined for that type for those types of things (laughs) So we're saying, okay, go ahead and take your pipe. Go ahead and take whatever you have and have the paraphernalia in it. But we're going to go ahead and not find you for it because of whatever reason, you know, not skin color, obviously, because it's not what the nation is based on, you know, or anything like that. So, yeah, but we always get in trouble for that type of stuff. So, you know, watch your setups. I'm just going to go ahead and leave with that. It's a really conflicting feeling for me. Um, knowing that... Uh, I guess the tobacco is the leading cause of death versus the fact that mostly African-Americans use it and if they ban it, it's now illegal. Um, it's an issue. Um, even if it is, they say it's just for people who sell it. If that's part of their profit margin, that's part of their profit margin. Um, I know a lot of people who smoke. And even though they may have a quote-unquote bong or a pipe, they prefer their swishers. Honestly, I feel like this. Why ban people from what they like doing? If they know the consequence, education is um, empowerment. The thing is, if you choose not to, if you are provided education and you choose to do whatever it is you choose to do, that's what you choose to do, and you should have that free will. Because at the end of the day, while they may say it's for us and to limit this and limit that, it's still a um, limitation on free choice. That's facts. Like, beyond, like, if it's banned or not, it's still a limitation on proof choice. If I choose to use the Swisher Feet Sweet, I should be able to use the Swisher Feet. If I choose to use the Backwood, I should be able to use the Backwood. Like, you're banning it. It's, 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 to me, jacked up. It's like, 
you telling me what I can and cannot sell. Right. I agree. At the end of the day. And it's like, if the market wants it, that's what they want. Um, the information that the information is out there about smoking, um, about making your decision. And it's again, African Americans, black people aren't stupid. If they, if they say they want to use a switch of sweet, they done made the decision to use switch sweet and they are aware of all the risks. Um, and that's it. Like we have a whole opioids crisis here in America right now. And you focus on trying, trying to tell African Americans, Oh, we don't think you should use flavor cigars. Like, fuck that. I agree. That's just kind of how I feel about it. Like, let people use what they want to use. If that's what they want to use, fuck it. Like, that's what they can use. Cool. What's next? Are you going to ban paper? Yeah. It's like, again, and it feels like a target. And it's that weird white savior. We're going to save you by not allowing it. Fuck that shit. Nah, if people's making money, if black bitches are making money about selling, like, Blackwoods, because the thing about it is people are going to find what they like. And I'm going to tell you this. Um, if I can't scratch my back with fingers, I'm going to find a hanger. If I can't find a hanger, I'm going to find a freaking pen. The thing is, my point is I'm going to find whatever it is I need to do to accomplish whatever it is I need to accomplish. So you can ban it. You can do whatever you say. And then eventually you're going to be using another fucking ban because I done found another way to do whatever it is I need to do. So it is what it is. Let people use what they want to use. The issue is more so providing education so that way people are making an educated choice. I agree. That's really what it is. Forget banning shit. Like, oh, no, I'm just going to tell you, no, I'm smart enough to make a decision. Like, give me my options. Give people their options. And it's like, let people know, hey, you know, using backwoods ain't as healthy as for you as a pipe. But, you know, a pipe comes with other risk as far as, like I said, paraphernalia. So let people make their risk. It really kind of feels like you just don't want black people to win for losing. That's what it feels like. It feels like you're like, oh, no, we don't want to give you a fucking pipe. But we also don't want you using, like, backwoods. So we don't want you to get high. If you're going to legalize marijuana, legalize marijuana. I think you were telling me some shit about that lick. Yeah, here I mean, in, in the state of Texas here, um, you know, the House just passed decriminalizing marijuana. It is going to the Senate now, you know, for them to go ahead and review this and to see if it's going to be a law or not. So, I mean, stay. This is just more information about, like, staying, like, aware about, like, what's happening in your local, in your local government. Like, stay aware Stay up. Like, my homegirl just ran for uh, city council. I don't know. My homegirl. I'm not going to say her name because I don't think she won, so it's kind of, like, lackluster. Oh, okay. But, I mean, the thing is, these local elections count. They do. Um, More than what you know because the thing about it is that affects Texas, like, 100%. But the one thing is I'm not too worried about it because people think that, like, everybody like weed for some reason. I'm not going to lie to y'all, like, sidebar, and we'll get into this in, like, a random-ass episode. Y'all, I took an edible one time, and I didn't enjoy. I did not enjoy, because I don't know if didn't was clear enough. I did not like being high for fucking two days. Yeah. I have shit to do, and it prevented me from doing such said shit. Functioning at a, at your high level. I had to text with two thumbs, and I am a one hand texter. It was not great. 
and we will talk about it in a random ass episode. And for those who don't know, a random episode will be those episodes where we cannot record a set week. And we have a pre-recorded episode ready to go. So that way, every Wednesday, you are not looking for us. Where's this accent coming from, friend? I have no idea. Yeah. She lit y'all. <laughs> I think she really you know is. What? I think I'm gonna close the the episode tonight for us. I mean, do you have anything else? Well, we talk, wait, no, real quick, we gotta talk about Biden. What about he just him? did his executive order. Um, a lot of people are having issues with. Um, they um, passed the Senate passed a law about um, Asian hate again. about Uh-oh. like issues against Asian hate, like. And a lot of people are saying, like, damn, it's easy to pass shit for, like, oh, discriminating against, discriminating against and, like, issues against, like, Asians. But Black they people have don't have not, nothing for them. They have not issues, We have like, civil a rights, which is not specifically for us. Exactly. And that's what they were Thank saying. You. Like, the ban against Asian hate is literally, like, don't fucking do it. Don't hate on no fucking Asian. But when it comes to, like, black hate, we don't have said law. And, um, like, so the Twitterverse was talking about it, and they were saying it's amazing how shit gets so passed for people who are non-black. And um, one of the things that was mainly tweeted was, like, if they ban Asian hate, it's changing America. If they if they ban black, because, okay, let me backtrack. Banning Asian hate is kind of like on earning your white card. In a sense, with this law, it's like Asians have earned their white call, their, their white card. And it's not been a secret that Asians are the um, one race that is not white that is close to white. Yeah. And They're so, not therefore, with this ban. They're not threatening. So. Exactly. So, yeah. with this ban against discrimination and all that bullshit, it's keeping them, it's basically them earning their white card. So, in America, Asians will be seen as white people. Uh, whereas, there's no law against banning hate crimes against black people nope. where certain states are kind of enacting the crown law, but nationally, as far as a, a pardon, which the only, the president can only issue, there isn't none against saying, Hey, don't discriminate against black people. Don't treat black people that way. And, um, some of the blogs are saying, because if they say that, that will change how our whole you just, that will change America. It would. It would. It would change how our our judicial system is, how our police force enacts. Everything literally will change if that law is passed against uh, stopping the same exact law that says stop hating on black uh, Asian people. If that same exact law was passed against hating on black people, and that is what it is. But I mean, um, like I said, this episode was pretty kind of like heavy. So I think we can go on and wrap up here. Nick, do you have anything extra? You know, I really don't. Okay. Um, stay aware. Stay awake. Gene, what about you? I don't have anything. All right. Well, um, we'll check in next week with more uh, up-to-date shit. Um, we out. All right, y'all. Look, follow the podcast. Follow the fucking podcast. I've already IG. cussed a few times so I can say it. And um, straight, straight guac. Guac. Yeah. I on IG. All and right. we're on Twitter. We're also on Twitter. Straight guac. You know, follow me. You know, I'm I'm Nick here. Uh, follow me at just Nick underscore ninety one. Yo, and it's that crazy creative. And of course, we got behind the scenes Gene here at username Gene on IG. And real talk for my something extra, I do have something. 
I was my boy has an um, I think I wear something extra is he got a concert later on tonight. This is gonna drop on Wednesday. His concert is Wednesday night at eight p.m. Um, so yeah, like the link is in the bio. The link is in my bio. The link is in Nick's bio. Tune in. Tune the fuck in. Like, click on it, watch it, vote. Like, we need that shit. Like, it is what it is. We're a circle of support. We hope that you're part of that family. So please, you know, at very least, if you're not going to watch it, tune in and, like, walk away. Do some shit. Let me tell you I don't care. Gene's singles are um, amazing. They're dope. Dope. Like, full cosine. Full cosine. Gene's singles are dope, y'all. I mean, you know, just go listen to them. Check his music out. I mean, that's all my social media is gonna be about this week. Like, yo, pushing. I'm gonna the be kid. releasing them soon so that y'all can like yeah. hear them. Cause genealogy. Genealogy. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, y'all, we out. The collective. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, man. no collective. It's all love though. No, we out. But no, Wednesday, y'all, we drop. Edit that part Listen out, to Gene. this. Please check it out. Uh, link in the bio. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Yo.